This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Pretty much think of any movie with a beautiful, like, neutral palette. We just you walk pretty much if it looks like Grace and Frankie, it's a Nancy Myers movie. <laughs> um, so just like look, look back on your past and be like, what if I watched where I was like, this is soothing yeah. for no reason. I feel like a beachy breeze is coming through. It's a Nancy Myers movie. I love her so much. This movie has the lighting of a hotel room. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Nance. Oh God, I love her so much. But two, Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to me, it is great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hi, Kimmy. Hi, Kelsey. Welcome back. Um, Thank you. I I, I did go somewhere. That's right. You I went to Minnesota. Somewhere. You're right. Um, This is Talk 30 Rock to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time we've ever not done it normally. I know, and I got I know. very lost. <laughs> Okay. Um, this is our 30 Rock podcast. You, n- you haven't been more lost since we changed our name. That's true. That really threw me. Yeah. Um, this is Talk 30 Rock to me. It's our 30 Rock podcast. Yeah. We talk about Tina Fey. We talk about funny things. Mm-hmm. We talk about New York. We, we talk about sandwiches. We yeah. talk about ourselves. <laughs> I don't know. And we I see really TV, Netflix, TV. Hulu. You saw my mouth. Like, I don't know what we I talk really about. Like, you can hear the mouth sounds in that. So <laughs> it's great. At least they'll know that you were really working on it. Um, this is our podcast. We talk about all things 30 Rock. It's very fun. We're really happy. If you're listening and you haven't subscribed, just go for it. It's just one Do button. It. Just make that choice. Be assertive today. Make a choice. Um, And... That's all I got. What uh, what hey, do we intro before we get into this? Before we get into this, um, over Christmas and the holidays and all that good stuff, did you buy anything on Amazon? I did buy something on Amazon. Did, did you use our link that you can get to at boardwalkaudio.com slash talk 30 rock to me and clicking on supporter artists? I wanted to, okay. but I was so in the moment because uh-huh. my mother was like, I haven't gotten your sister. My mom always gets us Christmas ornaments for Christmas. Adorable. I haven't gotten your sister an ornament. I don't know what to do. She didn't flap her hands that much, but then <laughs> we found one and bought it on Amazon Prime and it got there in time, but instead of being a normal size, like two inch ornament it was like five inches long <laughs> it was a giant black labrador so my sister That's opened perfect. it up the christmas morning and it was it's like fits in her whole hand it's huge took up like half a tree it Duncan. was the best yeah after, new, we got a new pu- after the new pup we got so oh my soul. but we got off amazon so amazon maybe be better about your sizing and explaining <laughs> it in your photos but that was great but we used amazon for that and i could have used our door could have used your link it's i'm a real right. example of what not to do it's by <laughs> the end of the, sh- the show not this episode but our show in general you'll i'll be using it right when we really need it too because we're wrapping up right um, at that point but i like it so use our amazon portal link and it helps us out so please Please do do. that uh because i want to buy i want to buy tech so yeah do that cool all right we did that was anything else we have to introduce i think that's it well we have one more thing to introduce (laughs) (laughs) things sorry is that uh, <laughs> thing you call them a thing. There's a thing on the couch next to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's like such a fem- never mind. That's not a feminist thing. That's like a no. Mm. Kelsey, walk walk away from the ledge. Yep, yep. Mark Sipka <laughs> is here. Hi, Mark. Girls, how are you? <laughs> Good. How Super are you? Duper. Oh. Super duper. I'm sorry. I called you a thing. <laughs> that's okay. You know what? I actually really like that. <laughs> You're like, I've been I don't mind it at all. I'm into it. Like, yeah, it's true. In comedy, it can get harsh. Mark is my lovely <laughs> friend. Mark is a delightful comedian performer. He hosts an incredible show um, at the Three Clubs, which we will talk about. But we met a while ago, and I was like, this guy's funny. I want him on the podcast. Yeah. So I chased him for years. And he was like, no, Kimmy, I'm too busy. No, no I'm kidding. He immediately was like, yes, I'll do it. He was so no, sweet. No, I'm kidding. He has a completely open schedule. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You were busy. I had to fight to get you on here, and it was worth it. Look, you know, <laughs> Ladies. you really earned me. You really did. 
I really wooed him. I really wooed him you onto the show. You wooed the podcast. <laughs> we have water and tea and... <laughs> I used to make food and I've gotten lazy. So sorry oh, about that. You know what? I, that was I when think... we made our guests come at nine in the morning. <laughs> like, we'll serve you breakfast. So really, your life got better. <laughs> you know, I really, I really was a little happier till I knew that there used to be food. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they didn't do food for me. I got popcorn. Oh, okay. You want popcorn? I got popcorn. I always want popcorn. But also that seems like a terrible well, podcast snack. No, we, that's a, we, there was that a while was the where problem. we provide snacks and be like pretzels we're like why did we get the crunchiest <laughs> food <laughs> you guys need to just do like all gummies that's it's it just, or like cotton candy, like. cotton candy <laughs> can we be the cotton candy podcast i've got a nice bolognese i made if you want bolognese <laughs> i'll give you a bolognese <laughs> i'm the italian mama podcast so that's, that's beautiful yeah. it I actually turned out really that. well i'm really proud of it but was that your first bowl an ace yeah oh really, that's really great slow cooker i'll send you the rest. okay real talk great. what is bolognese because it's not mayonnaise it's a, it's a meat sauce it's a <laughs> it's a, gra- it's a beef sauce with, with, uh, like a, bolognese. a red a, beef sauce i thought that maybe nays was a shortcut for man <laughs> like, it's a slang term Dear we God. just eat a bowl of condiment uh, that's it man that's an episode <laughs> of the office where uh michael scott eats that the bowl of mayonnaise like is that ice cream mayo with olives or something like that Mm. Um, gross yeah absolutely so so mark and i so mark is a performer mark is i'm looking i'm not gonna look at you i said mark is very funny i've been to a show it's one of my favorite things and it's the coolest show i love your show and i want you to say the name because i'm always afraid when i say names i'll say it wrong um but your show is amazing because i have not felt such a warm room in a long time i go to a lot of shows see a lot of comedy great comedy but the room is just so warm and happy and just vibrant for your show and it brings me such joy like it's such a nice show to be at because you just feel like hugged by Thanks, your show Kimmy, that's so, so nice of you first before we get started we'll have you do the thing about plug your show what's the details when's the next one it is mark sipka's comedy review review i was gonna say comedy hour and i'm like that's not right and i'm gonna hey, go real bad no i appreciate that it's it's now we moved to new nights this year we are mm-hmm. gonna be the fourth Thursdays at 8 p.m. at three clubs. Okay, perfect. I'm excited about the new slot. I think it's going to be great. And the next one's going to be January 25th. January 25th. Perfect. This episode will be out by then. That's it. Great. So everyone, January 25th, come to the three clubs, come see Mark's show. It's going to be a delight. He hosts the thing. He does characters. He does stand-up. It's amazing. Thank you so much. It's really fun. So, but a man of comedy. How did you get into comedy? What got you into this stuff? I'll tell you what. I I really, I grew up in a really funny family. Mm -hmm. We (laughs) loved laughing, made fun of each other. We still do all the time. I'm the youngest of my family. I got two older brothers. Mm -hmm. And so we, we grew up watching just the glory that is 90s comedy so <laughs> jim carrey robin williams mm-hmm. i mean you got your chris farley's your adam sandler's it was just a gold golden decade uh i'd say the influence comes from dumb and dumber mm-hmm. you know that's that's my favorite that's my that's my gold standard of comedy right there <laughs> but i think for me i really looked up to jim carrey and robin williams i went man these guys are just the funniest and look how much fun they're having Mm -hmm. and i loved watching those movies and i remember my brothers and i quoting them all the time (laughs) all those different comedies and i always wanted to be like a professional football player i went this is what i'm going to be Mm -hmm. for sure (laughs) uh we were all really involved in sports and then when i was in high school I went to this football camp, the University of Michigan football camp, and uh, everybody was gigantic. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I mean, this is different. This is a podcast, Mark. You also, if you, I mean, you six foot what? You can be whatever you want. However big I want to (laughs) be. I'm just saying, feel free to take advantage of the media. You know what I mean? Does my voice sound like I'm a small man? Because I am. (laughs) Um, I, I realized at that point, I go, 
family tree. Doesn't look like we really ever break six feet. Uh, I'm 130 pounds as this high school student. And I went, maybe football isn't what I'm going to do. Change the dream a little bit. <laughs> Change the dream. And I think uh, I it was about halfway through high school. It was my junior year. And my English teacher was also the drama teacher. Mm-hmm. We read this play in class. And she went, you know, you should really join the drama class. What play? Uh, it was the Crucible. Oh, I, I legit was just thinking. I was the gonna crucible. say, really? And is that no? That was the, that's Secret Santa. Isn't oh it? damn, we're gonna talk about the, we talked about Crucible. We talked about it two episodes ago. ago. That's so yeah. funny. Yes, that's that's what we read. And she went, you, know, you should join the drama. Class. Who are you playing in the Crucible? Please oh, say man. John Proctor. Were you John Proctor? John Proctor. Liz Lemon also played that uh, in the the gender neutral <laughs> Crucible. Yeah. I I got made fun of because in class I read one of the lines they they talk about. Pontius Pilate, uh-huh. and I said Pontius Pilate. The Pilate day. It was. It was influenced by Hot new Chris studio. Pontius and, uh, the, uh, of course, the workout of Pilates. <laughs> I would love a Pontius Pilates Pontius uh, studio. Pilates? Uh, <laughs> a little bit less intimidating. <laughs> yes. Uh, I joined the class. I loved it. Learned improv. She taught us how to do different speeches, got involved in the plays, and I did this play where I got to play an old man Mm -hmm. and it was just so fun. And the audience was laughing a lot. Mm -hmm. And outside of school, uh, there were kids on one side of the wall and I was on the other side and I could hear them quoting my lines and Uh, laughing just like I had done, uh, just like my brothers and I had done for all our favorite comedians and actors and movies. And I went, man, I love this. And I went, I want to make people laugh. I want to do this. This is something I think I'm good at. I think I could do for the rest of my life and that I think could bring some good into the world. And so that's, that's where I really went. This is, this is it. And my teacher, my teacher came up to me and went, you're so talented. Have you thought about really doing this? And that was a cool moment because until then my friends and family were like, you're so funny. You're really great. And I love that, but there was something cool about somebody who mm-hmm. wasn't my friend, wasn't my family. Somebody who didn't love you. Somebody who didn't like, love me yeah. like that. Uh, <laughs> Not as biased. Like, yeah. I could see this. And that really that really motivated me to go. That's really cool. Go for it. Oh my gosh, I love it. And that's those really are the moments. Cool. Those are like those really good moments. Yeah. Where you're like, all right, this is we're doing we're doing it. Yeah, and we're getting in. Have there. you gone back and seen that drama teacher since you moved out here? I just saw her. Uh, I just saw her when I went back home to Michigan over the Christmas break really? and she had me come speak at our Shut old up. drama class <gasps> and I got to up. see her and tell her how amazing she was Aww. and it was wonderful. Mrs. Campbell, Mrs. Dang. Campbell, she is amazing. I love that woman. That's awesome. That's yeah. wonderful. It was really cool to That's get to like go back dream. and be like, thank you so much. You're the best. She really, she's <laughs> my favorite teacher. I love those people. Those people who just like can make who help you be the person like you want to be and help yeah. you to see yeah. you see the thing in you and pull it out. That's like the dream. And that's why she became a teacher, I'm sure. So yeah. what a good story. It was. And you've just been trucking ever since. Just been trucking. Just truck making the people laugh. Yeah. Bringing the joy. Very good at it. So hey, thank you so much. So you love 90s comedy. Now, this is the question we ask everyone. Mm-hmm. We ask everyone, what is your meet cute with 30 Rock? Like, how'd you get into it? And I imagine yes. you love 90s comedy. A lot of these people you listed are very SNL heavy or were very involved kind of in that scene. Mm-hmm. Is that how you got into 30 Rock? Is there another way? Like, how did you and 30 Rock fall in love? You know? I got into 30 Rock late in life. Mm-hmm. I I didn't start watching it till last year. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I, this is beautiful. So are yeah. you the reason it left Netflix? Like, you started watching it, and then you're like, <laughs> October 1st came around. Get it. Nope. Get it to Hulu. Mark's Come on, done. switch it. <laughs> <laughs> Want more commercials? More commercials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I With them, 
I see. I was originally a big Office fan. Mm-hmm. Love The Office and 30 Rock. I mean, Thursday nights used to be insane. Do yeah. you remember this? It was The Office, 30 Rock, uh, Parks and Rec, uh-huh. right? There community was came community. in halfway through. I was also My Name is Earl fan for all Ooh. of you throwing it back. Yeah. <laughs> <And> all right. <laughs> I just, I remember 30 Rock was who came after The Office. Mm-hmm. And I love The Office so much. And I went, I don't need a new friend. Mm. I don't need you. <laughs> And so after the office, I would turn the TV off and just go, that's it. And people would say, 30 Rock's great. Mark, you got to watch it. And I'd be like, guys, I just don't have room in my life for for a new show. And so I wasn't watching it. I even watched, did you ever watch Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, which was Woo! the show? This is a talk- big contention between me and her. Well, What's okay, the contention? It's, it's, it's what is it? Because I love Sorkin. I have not watched it yet. And so I have intentionally not watched it since we started this podcast. Really? Because there's a possibility at some point we in the can, future. We've been talking if we do a spinoff podcast, we're going to do Kimmy Schmidt. I want to do Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Because it's such a weird season. twist. Because I love Sorkin. That's just one that I just, it, it's not on any of the, pl- that sort of thing. Yeah. I just have not watched it. So I, I'm with you. I loved Studio yeah. 60 on the Sunset oh, Strip. It was so much fun. I mean, yeah, did it take comedy very seriously? Yes. Yeah. Was it so enjoyable? Yes. I yes. loved it. It was terrific. Mm-hmm. So I even watched that before I watched 30 Rock. <laughs> right? <laughs> Aaron Sorkin's like at least someone. You know, yes. at least I got someone. Yes. Uh-huh. I think what happened to me is I, I watched all of Friends. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards I went, I need more Matthew Perry. Yeah. What else did he do? Yeah. And I went, he's great I almost great love him more. I don't love more. He's Chandler. I can't even do it. But I love him on Studio 60 Sunset. Did you yeah. watch He's it. so what good. What was the one? The, the get, on, get on. Get on. Get on, right? Yeah. Did you watch Go them? on. Go on. I'm all get out. Nope, get out. Nope, not get out. We got <laughs> there. Also, oh, no, that's uh, Bradley Whitford. That's a different story. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. yeah. Get somewhere. <laughs> get somewhere. Get somewhere. <laughs> Sequel. <laughs> get out. Go on. Get somewhere. <laughs> oh, he wasn't going. That show yeah. was fine. That was what NBC wanted Community to be. But mm-hmm. guess what show did better? Community? I'm making I'm making large eyes, uh-huh. but yes, Community. <laughs> Physical bits on podcasts. Always great. Always go great. Um, (laughs) Everyone at home is just like, this girl um, your face needs to be appreciated I Kim know I just gotta I'll just do like one of those like f- those motion capture things on my face like Andy <laughs> circus style and then we'll release it online it'll be great um, just like an avatar of me holding a microphone like those Taiwanese recrees um, this spiraled anyway anywho <laughs> but I I loved that show I'm with you and he was wonderful in it yeah. and it's so interesting the relationship that show has with this show because the same year and Sorkin right. sent uh, to Faye he sent her champagne mm-hmm. on their, uh, the night it came out it was a whole thing but guess who won yeah 30 rock but anyway so you're watching this stuff but then you're what got you to 30 rock okay so i i went through and i've watched the the entire series of the office Mm -hmm. several times Mm -hmm. and it's that one you go i know i'm gonna feel better Mm -hmm. i know i just am it's like the macaroni and cheese of comedy where you go that sounds good all the time yeah and so (laughs) (laughs) they really should put that on the dvd box I would be the kind. That's like the best review I've heard in a while. It's the best. (laughs) It always sounds good. Always makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's just, I love it. I think I love that show because it's, I don't think I've ever seen a show where I've loved so many characters deeply. Mm. And with a show that has so many that are so different, it just does it so well. And after I finished uh, The Office, it was it was sort of the like morning Netflix period. recommends. Yeah, it was it was the morning period. I went, who's next? Who's good? Who's my mac and cheese? Aww. You know, and it it was like 
Netflix was recommending 30 Rock. It was right there. Just saying, suggested well, for you. Mark, watch us. <laughs> Won't you Mark, come over to me? Come on, maybe it's time for a new friend. Mm-hmm. Come on, you in the office. You guys you guys are done now. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, I went, all right. And I watched the pilot and I was like. Sweaty, but good. <laughs> sweaty, but good. <laughs> That's how she describes it. She's like, our, po- she's like, our pilot's really yeah. sweaty. Like, it works really hard. Yeah. Versus the cheer. She always compares it to the Cheers pilot and how perfect that one is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And well, I went, okay, I like this. It was it was like that, that new kid who's really cool and everybody's talking about how cool they are, but you're like, they're probably not that great. Uh-huh. And then you watch it and you go, yeah, Damn it. we could be friends. <laughs> yeah. You're good, aren't you? You're so good. And... I did. I I went, this is really terrific. Mm -hmm. And I think what I really like about it is that it is intelligently stupid. (laughs) That's a really good way to describe it. Expand on that. I think it's, well, it's, it's clear. Like it's smart people. Tina Fey is a genius. Mm -hmm. Smart people being able to write stupidity in such Mm -hmm. a well-crafted way. Mm -hmm. Like they, they don't take themselves seriously. Uh, It looks like they have so much fun, but, they they're doing that because this show is created by smart people Mm -hmm. and i i love that it's very clear that tina goes this is the world i know i'm an expert in this world Mm -hmm. once you dive in with me yeah and and she just you can tell she knows every detail about it and i i love that they just dive in and it's a complete circus like it seems like there's total dysfunction Mm -hmm. in this world and that it's just filled with idiots. Like these people are so <laughs> idiots, so stupid. And I, I love them interacting. Mm. I love that. Like they, the characters are just so strange. And they just, it, like this is a show that you go, I mean, like The Office and like a Parks and Rec, you know on set that they're just dying. Laughing. Oh, yeah, They yeah, have yeah. so much fun together. The affection they all have for each other. Like, yes. That you see even today, it's remarkable. Totally. Yes. Except didn't what uh, didn't um, Jack McBrayer say that he's still not sure that Tracy uh, knows, knows his name? His name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he say he called him, like, happy birthday, Ken, or something uh-huh. like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still affection. Yeah, affection. absolutely. Yeah, there's an affection He there. has a, a remembrance of him. Yes. <laughs> whether realistic or on TV, you know. Well, yeah, we all sometimes wonder how much did Tracy... How much? I mean, they made it very difficult for him to just. Dis- dis- they made this character the same name. Like the distinction between right. can be a little tricky. I How imagine. How close is he? <laughs> what a character! But um, no, I I agree with you. I've been thinking a lot because that that is what's so fun about the show is they establish those characters pretty darn quickly, and then it's just all always the pairing. So the last episode we were talking mm-hmm. about was the pairing of Jack and um, Kenneth. and Kenneth. I was going to say McBrayer, and I was yeah. like, wait, no, that's the wrong Jack. Mm-hmm. But Jack and Kenneth, and how great those two are in a scene, and you know, Suri and Liz are really fun together when you do that. And um, what was I listening to? Someone was talking about Mitchell Hurwitz. Apparently, asked him what's the key to character. And he said inconsistencies, which is I've been like uh, mulling. I can't even explain it. I can't even say anything about it right now. I'm just like. Sitting on that. Throw the people together you don't expect to be together and establish who they are, establish who they are very quickly, and then toy with that. Mess Mm. with it, tweak it, and like let them be broken in moments and like not do the thing. Like Liz is supposed to be the responsible one, the one in charge, but then she does all this dumb stuff, as we see in this episode. The inconsistency, and that's where the growth happens. So I still haven't figured out that fully. Um, Because then Dan Harmon always talks about that the key to good characters have one thing that will never change about them. Mm -hmm. So, like, and you can see it in community. Um, Abed will always be media driven, Um, Jeff will always be a narcissist. Yeah. It's just so it's fascinating, but I love that inconsistency thing. I'm mulling on it. Yes, mm-hmm. that's so true. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, because you're, they're gonna mess up, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. There's something fun about 
the amount of times you're surprised yeah. in this mm. show. I think whenever whenever I'm watching a movie or show now, I find myself uh, minutes in or halfway through going, I don't care about any of these people mm-hmm. or I'm not surprised by any of this. Yes. And yeah. This show is constantly if, if you go 30 Rock predictable, you're crazy because you, <laughs> you can't predict this. Right. No, not at all. Here. You absolutely cannot in any way, shape or form, which no. is what I love, which is why I can't watch Black Mirror because I can't watch a oh. show where every episode I have to care about new people. <laughs> Am I a monster? I have to reconnect every episode? Awful. That's asking a lot. It's asking a lot. People keep like, watch Black Mirror. I'm like, I can't emotionally handle an anthology right That's, now. I think I got through like three episodes of the very, very first season when everyone started talking when Netflix took it over and I didn't realize that Netflix didn't do the first two seasons i'm like i don't i so i didn't like it and then somebody said try watching it when netflix took over so then i skipped season two you'd be proud of me i went to season three to the first episode and i watched it and then i i keep seeing the new up season pop up i'm like i just can't it, it just it's it's an emotional th- like because mm-hmm. those aren't fun episodes yeah right none of it's fun no, was it hard to skip an entire season and go i'm okay with it yeah because that's just <laughs> kelsey me. will never skip anything and i she don't starts from the beginning and she does it correctly yeah like, like even if first episode you go i dread this do you do you sort of go we got to get we got to get this train to the station we got to get no if, if, if like if kimmy recommend rec, rec, recommends me to watch something i'll give anything three episodes mm-hmm. but it will be the first three episodes <sighs> which sometimes is a death sentence to a show <laughs> it's yeah. the worst i've been trying forever to get her to do rick and morty and i just can't get her i can't get her. i'm gonna try Did you, you watch the first three episodes no i she won't even do that there's, she like there's nothing uh, i love dan Harmon. that mm-hmm. is all that intrigues me about that show i don't i'm not drawn to cartoon tv shows at all um i've listened many a times to dan Harmon and justin roiland on harmontown together and honestly those are probably my least favorite episodes of harmontown it just i don't i'm sure that they're justin roiland's very funny in person i just i don't enjoy it and i've had some friends that kimmy has known me forever but i've had other friends annoy forever that said you're not gonna like it it's boy humor and that just to me that's sexist (laughs) sexist what you guys don't see is kimmy has a knife she has a knife right now (laughs) i'm sorry kimmy i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) don't like cartoons what boy humor my my heart is mickey mouse shaped i am a disney girl at heart but i like i can watch a disney movie but there's just to move on from this i'm hurting it's just you said boy humor and i just was like what the fuck oh laughter my God. only for one like, gender like, what like like because like, i've heard like like the fart jokes and like that sort of thing like that stuff has never like i've never watched since i've never done family guy i've like that sort of thing has just we never, need to move on because yeah, okay. otherwise we're never leaving this because i'm about to go into this so we have to move on we did a seinfeld bit at one point oh too. my gosh so there's like 20 minutes of one episode just me being like why aren't you watching seinfeld it's like a whole episode of me just yelling at her. It like got That's tense. our next podcast is Kimmy yells at Kelsey. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes of like, I had a friend be like, it got a little tense on that one, didn't it? I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, we had to take a good long break. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're back. Um, Anywho. But let's do 30-30. Uh, let's do 30-30. 30-30. 30-30. 30-30. All right, take it away. What so, do you got? I think this is newly on Netflix. I know it's been around for a while, but it's never popped up for me before, but it popped up yesterday. The comedians and cars getting coffee. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just never been on Netflix before. No, because it was on Crackle. Okay. okay. It was a so Crackle show. It just got thrown up there. And so I was going through and I saw the Alec Baldwin and there was a Tina Fey episode mm-hmm. as well. So charming. I watched those and it was just kind of fun just to watch Seinfeld, just talking with them and a little bit. And like Seinfeld and Alec Baldwin one time both talked about Rip Torn mm-hmm. because 
Seinfeld had worked with Rip Torn on B movie, and then um, Rip Torn is amazing. Alec Baldwin was talking about him, and you know, did some impression of him and whatnot. And then Tina Fey and Jerry Seinfeld went and ate a cronut together. Ooh, <laughs> classy! Um, have yeah. you watched the Comedians in Cars Getting yes, Coffee? I love that. It is the most soothing thing because it's just like they have soft jazz and shots of like coffee being poured. I'm always like, my soul, it's ball, <laughs> right? It's so soothing. There was yeah. like weird little cars too. He always chooses it. Well, I like the episode starts with, and this is a Mustang, 1968, and it's 3.5 leaders blah 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 and i'm like i don't care fast forward but <laughs> i'm sure there is somebody out there that is so excited to know about the car that they're riding around in so mm. go seinfeld it's like he went i'm gonna give you three reasons to love this <laughs> coffee cars and also me like, <laughs> right right 100 percent. he does it was smart there's a lot of different audiences that he just can rope in with those three things yes, yes. it was a good move i also love we've talked about 80 times but his product placements on that show are amazing <laughs> when he's like i we've got a product placement somewhere and then the car just drives by and he goes, oh, there it is. it's so funny to me every i do time. enjoy the effort of just like so this is the product yeah and that's yeah. it <laughs> buy this car <laughs> yep we're done <laughs> dear lord that show is so charming though. i really mm-hmm. enjoy it any other good moments for the Alc baldwin and tina fey that stood out um there was something that hang on which one was it oh i dang i wish i could remember the quote i was driving so i couldn't write it down that seinfeld said something really nice to alec baldwin how like you're like an actor's worst nightmare because he's like you you're a great actor but you think like a writer um Ooh, and, interesting yeah and, and then they, they just kind of talked about that and alec and i'm saying he's like well i just spent six years with a bunch of writers and so that has influenced him and how he thinks about things what six um, years of the writers was that 30 rock? rock yeah yeah. oh i guess because tina fanned them yeah. all right that makes sense so i just thought that was very i thought that was kind of a really interesting compliment from seinfeld mm-hmm. um, and then for alec to be like yeah i mean i was with all these amazing people so yeah that's really cool tina also said that she she's like everyone keeps asking me like do you miss 30 rock and i say no because like i don't it's nice not having to go in and being all stressed about writing 22 episodes. And then she and Senfield talked about um, how Ricky, she's like that bastard, Ricky Gervais, how he can do four of anything and he's fine. And um, <laughs> she's like, well, we have to you know, do 13 episodes and 22 episodes. And they're like, yeah, the back nine are so hard that the first 10 episodes you come up with over summer, you kind of like figure out the next three and then the back nine, you're just like, well, all what Christmas, are we going to do with you're these sitting guys there now? thinking about it. Yeah. Interesting. So it was just fun. And she said that she's like, well, my dream job is, you know, to go into an office at like 11 o'clock, work for 40 minutes and then say, what's lunch? And then you come back from lunch and you're like, well, my kids are out of school now and leaving <laughs> so basically the playing house writing writer's room yeah basically oh i love it, <laughs> so uh, it was that cute. was world inside baseball anyway um that's wonderful i have to check that out i didn't know yeah. it was on netflix thank you kelsey newly there i imagine it came out probably around the first second or third wonderful <laughs> i'll check it out i watched this forever ago but i don't remember it so i'll rewatch yeah. and do you have anything you would like to share uh, no pressure <laughs> Please speak now. Share your heart. <laughs> How do you feel at this moment? <laughs> no, I, when you were talking about them saying, you know, do you miss 30 Rock? Do you yeah. miss that? I feel like for her, it's got to be also, I poured everything into this, you know? Oh, totally. I, she just needs I to was, breathe now. Like, yeah, it was sort of like, you know, there's, there's players in football who are on the field over and over again. They're playing offense, they're defense, they're on special teams, they're all over the place. Like, she did that on that show mm-hmm. for totally. years. and. That had to have been the most fulfilling. That I feel like after that, she must have felt what I call good tired. Yeah. yeah. It's when you're tired from doing what you love with people that you love, and you just go, I got nothing left I think in it's the like tank. a parent sending a kid off to college. Like, oh. yeah. Yeah. Empty ne- like, at first, I was thinking, like, oh, I feel like it would almost feel like a breakup. But it's not a break. Cause you're, you're sad because it's gone, because something's missing from your life, but you're not you're, you're sad that it ended but you're not yeah it's it, that sigh of relief and like let's go on vacation <laughs> mm-hmm. yes 
And I do when she calls out people like Ricky Gervais, you do sort of go, okay, what's what's going on with yeah. you? <laughs> what's going on in your brain? Because the guy's done so much fun stuff. Yeah, like extras and Derek. Oh, extras and is so wonderful. I've never watched Derek, but extras I could watch a oh, million times over. Both. It's such perfect. great shows. He's so good at making you sad while laughing too. I don't know how he yeah. does it. He's always so sad when I watch his stuff, but I love it. It's true. You it's really great. feel you really feel for the characters. It's very existential. Yeah. <laughs> very painful. <laughs> I just keep seeing Daniel Radcliffe with that giant condom. Like he's just flashing. Like he's like chasing Ricky Gervais with this huge condom. It's just so. Sorry, Kelsey. I have not seen this. You oh got like extras. The whole thing is no. right. he's like a he's uh, Ricky Gervais' character is like a, a wannabe actor, so he's getting extra work. And okay. so it's a great. They always he kind of invented the like. No, that's a lie. Larry Sanders invented this, but like he really utilizes the great celebrity cameo where he makes them crazy. Okay. Like his best friend is. Do a filming stick with Orlando Bloom, and Orlando Bloom was obsessed with how obsessed everyone was uh, with Johnny Depp, and he okay. keeps trying to prove, he's like, no, I'm a better kisser than him. So finally, he ends up <laughs> making out with her to prove that he's better than Johnny Depp. She like, plays it so cool. She's like, I don't know if you are, I'm just, I prefer Johnny. And he ends up like making out with her to like win her over. Um, it's a great show, but there's like a whole Daniel Rackham trying to prove he's an adult, and he like keeps like pulling out a condom to like prove it's it. Like, it's so it. funny. Oh it's so absurd. The show's amazing. I think it's all on YouTube. Did you too. see um, yeah. What If? No, that's supposed to be great. The, yeah, with, with Zoe Kazan and with Dana Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It Star was of the Big Sick? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see the picture of Emily and Kumail with Tom Hanks? Yes. <laughs> yes. It was so cute. It was so charming. <laughs> we oh, tried to play cool. Emily's face didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we all feel when we meet Tom Hanks. Let's be real. Because we've all done it. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Cool. I think it's a good 33. Let's get in this episode, yeah? Let's do it. All right. Uh, Kelsey, lead us. Yeah. Season four, episode, hello, episode 10, my black light attack. <laughs> Doing all right there? <laughs> we're good. We're good. I accidentally, I was, I'm used to my 10 where I can swipe up and that does not work on my iPad. You can hear your, you can hear your voice being like, get to the end of the sentence. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Please. 100%. Uh, episode, black light attack, air date, January 14th, 2010. Director was Don Scardino. Writer was Steve Healy or Helly, H-E-L-Y. Um, this is the only episode he wrote on for 30 rock but he mm-hmm. was a producer of 22 different episodes he also wrote three episodes of the office um some letterman and some american dad hmm. very cool yeah real joke heavy i get it kind of <laughs> old school uh recap for this episode is that jenna is forced to face her age tracy is forced to face how his life changes when there's a woman he cares about and jack is forced to face the fact that some people do find this attractive <laughs> 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 I love I mean the, the other two storylines the Sue one I like the Jenna one's fine this main storyline yeah. with Danny and Jack it kills me so hard it's so good <laughs> dear lord um off the bat Kenneth has whittled teeth yes, yes. Thank perfect you. perfect <laughs> this episode is playing so hard on the like how long has Kenneth been around mm-hmm. I love when they hint at that I'm just like how old is this guy <laughs> so good it's one of the best character arcs I've ever seen on the TV show yes. to be like what if he just like has always been alive <laughs> it's one of those jokes I just want to see pitched They're like what if that Kenneth's not just like normal what if he's like immortal right <laughs> how do you feel how does everyone feel about that what's the room read on that which is really the most realistic explanation for this absolutely charming, sweet, innocent, boyish man. Mm-hmm. Yep. You go, he must not be real. Yes. <laughs> he can't be real. He can't. The way he smiles, like, you gotta ask the man who whittled them and just walks <laughs> away, too. Dear Lord, he's so cute. Oh, my goodness. That whole scene just reminds me of every single time you go on a ride at Disneyland with mm-hmm. all the black lights and oh all the stuff goodness. in Fantasyland, where like, you get gel nails and they glow, and you're like, well, your jeans have some whites. Like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, white elastic stuff. 
Uh, <laughs> that's just a typical Disney experience for you over there? Huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> She's talking about the Also Wonderland ride. Oh, right, exactly. Oh, wow, my gosh. That Kelsey, that was the most Orange County thing. Yep. And, and uh, w- weird. <laughs> yep. um, that went weird. I like when the show starts with everyone in a room. I like when the, I like yeah. that's when the, the first scene is usually that. I love when they get really frayed, but I like when they start and end kind of all together mm-hmm. where it all wraps up and starts together. Do you know, I heard, so <laughs> jumping all the way to the end, that final scene of them going like, go let's go let's <sighs> that's an outtake. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That I man think that's is the funniest damn thing. Oh, that he's so <laughs> it's not what you thing. think. It's a bra. <laughs> it's a poor my breasts. <laughs> Dear what God. What do you think a bra does, Lutz? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering at the end if, because I see him smiling and I see people like trying to hold back laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, oh gosh. <laughs> I'm so, gl- like, that's the kind of thing as a, as a fan where you go thank you for putting this in. yeah <laughs> thank you oh for totally this. This is wonderful <laughs> yes him with the, and it, what i love is that bright it, first of all that bright yellow martini yeah like he's trying so hard <laughs> he's trying so hard to be cool wearing that mesh black shirt with a bra oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. oh that lovely man <laughs> or the bro as they call it on seinfeld if we're doing an nbc brand Ooh. joke the bro or the man's ear the man's ear mm-hmm Kelsey wouldn't know. I don't know. Oh, that's my favorite episode. It's a great Seinfeld. episode. That is a great. I got, I only remember that storyline. I should rewatch it. It's because Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. He's, every time he's on that show, it's so he's perfect. Dear Lord. Yep. What a wonderful man. Oh, he's beautiful. He's on. He's on. Uh, yeah, he was on the, the Marvelous with Maisel. He's on that show, which is super fun. Who does he play on that? He plays, that. I believe. It's so good. He's just like a random. He's, he's like a random. Because it's all about like this. Um young this like young married jewish woman coming up in comedy in the 60s so uh, the opening scene is her wedding where she's like talking about she met her husband and it's just a large jewish wedding and i think he's just one of the people who they brought in to like say funny things at the wedding he's delightful he also looks like he has not aged since seinfeld (laughs) he looks the exact same it's delightful he's he's somehow he's somehow yeah through seinfeld king of queens through movies he has looked the same he's been the same since he's like 50 he's probably still 50 i've seen marvelous all through twice now i mean maybe it wasn't him and i'm just like projecting him in there do you know who jerry stiller is though did you spot him you see him okay cool Hmm. if you want to love seinfeld watch jerry stiller in any scene just let him yell about something and he will warm your heart (laughs) he's the best he's my favorite yeller it's a great one it's like him and then billy eichner right it's like "Mm, i'm kidding (laughs) but yes those are both great yellers they're good yellers it's a good goal to have be a funny ferrell's a good yeller too when he Mm -hmm. yells stuff he yells it well Mm -hmm. will ferrell's an excellent you know who's actually a very good yeller john early which not a lot of people know, but if you go to his live shows, he often yells for the first 20 minutes, and it's very funny for me. <laughs> Just to get the crowd warmed yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> it does. No, he does. He always, like, read a lot. A big bit he does is he reads the rules of, like, um, he, like, reads the rules of the show of, like, what people do, but he yells them, and it's very delightful. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to always plug his show. It's one of my favorite live shows in town. Everyone <laughs> just go to that show at the Satellite. Um, but that opening scene is really fun. But I – okay, how do you want to do this, Kels? How do you want to split this up? Um, Let's – Let's talk about, let's just do Jenna, Tracy, then Jack, and Liz. All right, and, perfect. And so Danny. we'll go Jenna. Jenna doesn't want to be old. She's being <laughs> cast as the mom. And this is very like, typical plot line. I've seen oh, this in a couple totally. of shows. They're like, wait, I'm not the hot young, I'm the mom. Yeah. They highlighted it so they, I know the words not to say. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, and so they, I was reading the trivia on either, on something, that when they filmed that scene of her with Tartine, her daughter Tartine, all these names. The name Wayne is so Wright, good. Tartine, and... There was some other name that I was like, holy freaking crap, um, that they actually filmed that. It's the same. It's a Gossip Girl set. Is it actually? Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. They could be right there. It looked like a Gossip Girl they set. They just used it. It was already there. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess like the, the uh, something said that they're um, 
maybe their studios at Silver Cup Studios, like their sets were right next door to each oh, other. Oh, that makes sense. That's really cool. Yeah. It looked very Gossip Girl. I think it is one of them. I remember that tile. Uh-huh. Right. That's like Serena's house, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I mean, not that I've ever watched. Girls, <laughs> both of you uh, really exposed like a vulnerable <laughs> side of yourselves <laughs> and really thought this was a safe space. And I just want you to know it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's both weird. That's weird. I recognize those tiles. <laughs> Freak. <laughs> This podcast needs a little more open judgment. <laughs> this is not safe. Too we much. should not have leapt. <laughs> we shouldn't have known that. Too we much. Have known that, Weird we thing did. to notice. I like tiles. Sue me. <laughs> I notice a strong black and white pattern. It's fine. Um, well, if we're talking about the gospel, they also love it. Was I remember that when they had all those headbands with the flowers on or the uh-huh. with the feathers, and it was so that it was just the clothes. I just like my how they did favorite the thing that was scene. that when so Jenna's freaking out because she realized she's been cast, blah, blah blah, and she freaks out, and so she decides to come across as young. She's holding Twilight. I never noticed that before. She's holding Twilight. In her I didn't hand. notice that either. Uh-huh. Also, so like, she, she's wearing the shirt called Legalish, uh-huh. and she's holding Twilight in her hand. Perfect. <laughs> Poor Jenna. It was just so of the times. I'm like, yep, that is 100 percent what. Because this was at 2010, so this is like right after maybe the final one had come out or whatever. But that's no, what, the final one wasn't out. Final one came out in 2012. Did the final I mean, book? Wh- oh, the maybe that's because mm. I have very specific memories let's of when i read those get, books they, let's figure this out like because i right remember now. break i'm pretty sure breaking dawn came out the summer after i graduated from high school i'm pretty if not the summer then the su- the year later so it would have been out. summer of 07 or summer of 08 because i showed up at the band camp and there was somebody reading it and i was like what is that and i was so excited I'm so mad we're debating this Yo, so right you now just, you just painted a beautiful picture oh, of you- band camp and <laughs> twilight i was like Wait, there's more? <laughs> no, you want to hear more on my embarrassingness is that I went to two red carpet premieres for Twilight and for you went to one of them with me. I mean, what? <laughs> and and this room uh, is warm. I'm gonna oh, man. You know, not even a video podcast could capture the respect <laughs> that uh, this room is losing. <laughs> In our defense, we were like 18 and 19. We were the right off. age. So yeah. <laughs> it was about the cultural moment. I didn't you were a- legal age to drive to a different movie theater. <laughs> I didn't have a Taylor Lautner blanket. Oh, no, man, no. Like, you slept with a Taylor Lautner blanket. My friend gave it to me for my birthday. It was no. so Kelsey, Kelsey, stop admitting these things. Stop walking this path. You have you could choose what to say. I'm trying to see when Breaking Dawn came out. No, this doesn't matter. Can we move on, please? Was it fifty percent cut and fifty percent all beefsteak? It was all a really hot young Taylor Lautner when I was eighteen. This is my applause for this joke. That was a great Bam Breaking Dawn. Sorry, bam. That was not Blamo. It came out August second, two thousand eight. Oh my god. All right, we need to move on. We're moving on real quick. We're cutting all that out. No, we're not oh, it's staying, but we're moving on. It was too real. Oh, good night. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so Jenna. (laughs) Um, yeah, so she's holding a book of some sort. Uh, when she walks into the room and she finally what was interesting is that when Liz is talking to her in her dressing room I didn't, there was um something posted like on the wall like a framed article and it's a it frame was the one of when she was uh chubby it was yeah curvy and proud yeah and it was, I was from like when she was I would have thought that Jenna would have burned every single one of any reference to her ever being curvy no Jenna wants to be in the news more than anything else oh that's on true Earth. bad She'd, bad news, she wants goodness. any press so she was very remember when she got that's really true. into her weight that's right. Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. I forgot about that. Come on, that. Kelsey. You have a 30 Rock <sighs> podcast. God, get so it sorry. together. <laughs> good God, Kelsey. No. Good God. Oh, yeah. We got a real good good God lemon in this one, which was great. Good God lemon. 
I love that moment. <laughs> it's just the She's it's just the painful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her like open mouth laugh with all of the cookies still in her mouth. That is that is sweet. that's <laughs> if you don't love <laughs> Tina Fey before that moment. I mean, afterwards you're gonna be oh, adoring man. her mouthful milk mustache. Yeah, I, it was Beauty. Jack's whole thing was like she's downing down the milk, the mud colored eyes, her set back in that skin, her laugh, that walk, that splay footed walk, and all that, that whole situation. <laughs> right I love she just chose the worst way to bend over. She did like the old oh. person oh, like, protect her back bending over too. God. Oh gosh, oh, because my gosh. her friend Tom has appeared. Oh um, my goodness. So we need to just move on from Jenna. Let's get to Tracy and then I want to get straight. This Jack Les. Yeah. Let's go. Just cover Tracy. Tracy takes care of Sue. I didn't even write any of the jokes down from this one that much. It didn't really get me. Yeah, I'm like nothing was that. I mean, yeah, so uh what's her there's the whole tasty delight, pink fairy, how Tracy thinks that those are um sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Strip clubs of some sort. Poor Sue. Yeah, nothing. It was, was like super... the, it, the concept was funny, but Yeah, well I think I think what I did really enjoy was was uh like the short montage that they inserted of Tracy. Oh and my gosh. She had like the three and it's scenes. Like 10, 10 seconds, 15 <laughs> seconds of this montage to forever young, which <laughs> Jenna was singing while taping her face. Yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, Oh, that's, that's perfect. But I do love the moment when the, uh, the crew members walk by and they go, hey, mama, you like Italian ice? Uh-huh. And Tracy goes, hey, watch your mouth. She's only 34 <laughs> years old. <laughs> I thought that was that was great. That it's was so great. Funny. Him defending his daughter. Uh, yeah, that, I, I mean, that 100% this is remind my boss. I started working where I work when I was 18 years old. My boss thinks I'm 18 still. So if I mention going on a date, drinking, it's we're going to have a talk sort of yes. thing. My boss thinks I'm 18. It's the same thing. Yeah. I do like that. He's like, why did I get mad at those hilarious dudes saying awesome things? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. I was like, that was great. Why did I get mad? <laughs> I think that's what's great. Like you said, at a show where it's, uh, you know, unpredictable and mm-hmm. surprising and be inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I love that. He calls out his own mm-hmm. inconsistencies. Like I, I usually would love this stuff. Right. What's going on? <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. I I should not get. There are good jokes in this plot line. I do like Tracy protect, uh, protecting Sue Vanderhoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loresh Vander. Loresh. Yeah. Loresh Vanderhoot. Yeah. Oh dear um, God. And then you get that whole thing where Kenneth, <laughs> your Kenneth and I were worried sick, uh, and then I wouldn't give this up for a billion doll hairs. You say doll hairs? Well, dear yeah, God. Forty k for him. I like that joke because they so often make those jokes and don't linger. Just, he just says that dumb stuff and you laugh and it moves on. And they were like, this one's so dumb. We need to talk about it a yep. little longer. Because yep. mm-hmm. Kenneth's face was so perfect. They just really lingered on that one. Yeah. Oh, can we go back? The Jenna storyline, her line in the scene is, oh, the things I've seen. The first Clinton administration, <laughs> the Nagano Olympics, <laughs> Microsoft Windows 95. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was man. dead at 41. One. Of old age. Oh, God. I love that. And her when when she enters the meeting room with the guys and they're doing the high frequency mm-hmm. time. Oh, I remember when that was coming out. Remember those apps? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I remember those. Yep. yep. And then yeah. when they did the, the low frequency tone. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Kenneth. For Kenneth. What is happening? To me? Pardon me. I'm almost wondering if Kenneth could hear the high and the low. Yeah. I That's what I kind of figured. That I didn't I never thought about that. Interesting. But aren't they not playing the high? But I think he, he heard the high and went, what the heck is this? And then was hearing the low. What the heck is it? like? I'm oh, sure that's it was like, like what a, is happening. Yeah, to yeah, me. yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking. That would make it even better. What are you doing to me, Jacob? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I thought every time K- 
Kenneth has one of those sort of moments, I expect it to be the Jacob line. I love that Jacob yes. line. Also, fun fact, I'm going to digress. I saw Jacob at a bar the other night, and I lost my mind. What? Because he like walked by, and, and me and the guy was like, who is that? Who is that? And he was like, he's on Supernatural. I'm like, he's a lost. It's Jacob. And I just like wanted to chase him and be like, you were Supernatural. <laughs> Sorry, you said you saw Jacob, and I was like, do we have no. to see Jacob in this? Jacob from Lost. Oh, right. I, oh, I got lost. there. I was very confused oh, for I a saw, second. I saw Jacob. I was really uh, excited about I that. I am jealous. That was a real big <laughs> one for me. anybody from Lost. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't that show. Kimmy and I once saw J.J. Abrams interview Edgar Wright. And this was like a month after. And the I was way more excited. I was like, was so the, like, JJ, it's fine. I was like, Edgar. <laughs> but 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 this was literally like a month or two after Lost finished, and he came out. and He's <sighs> like, we're not here to talk about me and Lost. We're here to talk about Edgar. Right? <sighs> what was that even for? That was for the Los Angeles Film Festival. I knew it was for that, but I couldn't remember why. Um, because Scott Pilgrim was about to come oh, out. Oh, that's so they were doing Scott a screening okay. of. Uh, they were going to do a talk about it. So. Yeah. God bless Edgar Wright. But wow. um, there's one more Jenna moment. I'm so sorry. It's the one where she's the tape of your face. And then they start talking like Meryl Streep or Madonna. You're right. <laughs> the beacon of womanhood with normal dressing. I love normal dressing. Because that's so like what people talk about with Meryl Streep is how yes. she dresses like Coldwater Creek. Yep. And classic, um, classic. very classic <laughs> mom clothing. And then it just uh, goes straight to Madonna. And she's like, oh, I, I don't know where this is ramping up to. <laughs> and it's so, con- it's so, so charming. charming. I love that she chooses her. I also do really like the moment when they're in that meeting room and they're and Jenna's like down on her knees while they're playing the freq- they're not playing the frequency tone. She goes, Oh, Facebook Facebook <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, she's such a character. It's yes. so good. <laughs> mm. Oh man. I wrote at one point after the twi- I wrote my notes, I wrote poor Jenna, poor Jack, poor Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> And then later, poor Lutz and the bagel, poor Jenna and the tape. I just wrote, I was very sad. You were feeling bad for everyone. Why are you you pitying Lutz? Lutz got his dance moment. What did I do? Why did I say poor Lutz and the bagel? Because he burns his hand. Remember, he's like the oh, men in this like, office. Oh, that's and you right, see Lutz right. like, hua, hua, and then like looks sad. I should have said poor bagel. I love bagels. <laughs> I love that moment with Lutz. <laughs> that was so good. John Lutz is com- physical comedy. John know. Lutz is well the, one of the best parts of the show. But I want to, sk- <laughs> so I want to skip forward to the Jack Liz yeah. storyline for a minute because I love the moment he's talking about there's no men. They obviously, you see him yes. talking about the sp- at the sports game, that, the that like clubs, that like those clips. The first Liz be like, why are they putting him on the monitor? I'm doing all this great stuff. <laughs> Stuff and her like <laughs> dancing, but the best part is too for being like. And if it's 150 points for the snitch, why is anyone messing with the quaffle and then angry eating popcorn? But then you just have Frank drinking like a gallon of beer, like not in different cans, just a straight bucket it's of huge. beer with a, than his head, right, with a hat that says soccer on it at a, at a baseball game. I'm pretty sure because you heard like the crack of the ball against the yes. Net. God, um, it was so and then funny. Jenna yelling at Jeter. <laughs> I'm with my new boyfriend. Oh my god! <laughs> you do feel bad for Jack, but I just that that Quidditch one because that's everyone I know would get in that argument. So <laughs> then it cuts back to Jenna or Jack and Liz together, and they're like, "Ooh, maybe it's that Russian dancer with tattoos." You know, the sex trifecta. And like Jack, she has a name. We call her Skinkovich. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Um, all right, what happens? What? I'm trying to think what else. So happened? they're sitting there and Jack learns that Danny has a friend of some sort mm-hmm. and he's like, Well, but he won't tell me who it is and Liz is like, Well, I hope he just keeps it, you know, on the down low. Like obviously Liz doesn't want anyone to know sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um this is what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Mark, you do good voices. Can you, do you have a Jack Donaghan? Pre- can you do the low voice? The pretty little things uh, all the pretty little things down here wanna get with the people up here. Oh, I do remember when he said, And I took my reward. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, 
cool. We're going to have him read I all still, the lines. Right? I still, but his his one when he says, uh, your little scrump nugget, that was... <laughs> yes. That <laughs> word. Scrump I, nugget. I love a good new word. Scrump, scrump nugget. nugget. That sounds like something like when... I don't know if... I don't think Donald Glover was still... Right. I don't think he was honest at this point. But when like channel tra- scrump nugget, like that's like one of those like old timey like phrases. Scrump nugget. Yep, it's a delightful yeah. word. <laughs> Dear Lord, <laughs> Dear God. I do love Jack's face as Danny's describing <laughs> his wild night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his wild night. She doesn't take her shoes off because she doesn't let anyone see her feet. And you hear, you see Jack sort of perk up a little bit. Yeah. We just kiss, and she makes me go down to the deli and get her a sandwich. She's like, yep, I know. But she's got some weird underwear on. I want to see it. <laughs> it's called oh, Spanx. Spanx. <laughs> oh jack is so disappointed yes and i love that it happens at the game his safe space exactly Mm -hmm. just when he thought he had finally a real man friend Mm -hmm. right his dreams get crushed oh gosh see this is what makes me really sad in later seasons because cheyenne jackson plays such a big part in the season he's got these great i mean the past three episodes he's so funny and and then and this one he's so good and then by next season, they don't use him very much. I'm assuming he was just performing on Broadway, but yeah, he just probably. kind of stops being an active part of the show. I was wondering about that. And it made me really sad because he's very good on the show. I He just adds a lot to it. Uh, it you just know, bums me I out. was reading, I think it was for a couple episodes ago, but that Cheyenne Jackson is on the show because he was on Broadway with Jane Krakowski and Liz, or Tina went to go watch it. And then Jane was like, I want to introduce you to Cheyenne. And that's how he got on. Oh, that's wonderful. That's what, I think it was on the Wikipedia article god he's really so cool yeah he's so funny he plays just that like delightful like wide-eyed canadian like he's just so mm. sweet and gormly like innocent like oh interesting like contrast to kenneth a little bit but i just love how into liz he is and how yes. funny he is with it yes well and i love too so we get the whole thing where she's okay well i should probably so jack figures out that so calls liz into the office and the does horror. black light attack i love has, black light attack. switch attached to black lights of course he does in his office. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Why does he have a switch? <laughs> he had Jonathan like like put right, it in just the for bulbs, this moment. the black light bulbs. Uh, a lot of tech. And I left that bay. He was like, what is good news? And she just turns and then she still got it on her uh-huh. face. A lady never tells. <laughs> Dear God. It's so, oh man. I just like the idea of them like applying that to her too. Yeah. Like her having to stand there. They're like, all right, bring the hand in. And just like one hand. And like, <laughs> like do, was the sweater off? Were they to like aim it correctly? Yeah. Like right, how did that right. happen? It is a perfect hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> right on the right boob. there. Oh goodness. Oh, good night. So then she decides she's going to break up with Danny. So she goes to talk to him while he's in the makeup chair. And he's being dressed as Larry Wilcox from Chips, which we learned two episodes ago. That's her, her thing. Teenage, her which little, is her kid crush. Accurately based on her own life. Oh, 100%. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Big Chips fan. So I Read appreciate that, that this that was set up two episodes ago. Because mm-hmm. that we hadn't heard about Larry Wilcox before this, the Secret Santa episode. So I appreciated that. I just love this confident <laughs> Liz who just takes what she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, she's so insecure. A lot of the episodes is so like, mm, and she's just like, hmm pretty little things down here want to give with the people up here yeah. love it <laughs> she's so good yeah, she's watching because she's she gets really motivated from watching that uh the news news thing segment. Yeah. The dirty oh, 30s. Yeah, the dirty 30s. 30s and i love that she texts him right away and he doesn't say 
We never find out what she texts him. Uh uh-uh. uh. But he just goes, uh, Jack, I gotta go. And <laughs> she's like, I want a sandwich. I'm sure it was something. Yo, I'm sure it was, was not that? sexual at all. Yeah. But like, she's like, this will get him here. I want a sandwich. Yes. <laughs> That's I the goal to get a man to show up at your house by just being like, I want a sandwich. Other than mm. like Postmates. I'll, wor- I'll work on We'll work on this. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> New goal reported by the end of the year. <laughs> it could work. Mm-hmm. Would that work with that? If someone, if a girl texts, she's like, hey, I want a sandwich, you'd be like, there in 10 minutes. What kind? <laughs> well, i saw i saw there was some big i think it was with tinder uh i read an article about like girls taking over tinder and how they're just using it to get guys to deliver them pizzas oh i've amazing. heard about this yeah this? So, like the girl there was a girl that like pranked these guys and responded to a hundred of them and said meet me at this coffee shop and wear a red hat and a bunch of these guys all show up wearing red hats and Damn. she's not there <laughs> film film all these Dear guys Lord. showing up. It could happen. Girls, d- I'm telling you, use it. The use delivery the pizza makes Thank me you. nervous. I feel really empowered, empowered right now. Thank you, Mark. I would encourage you, your, your your abilities as women to, to get free food <laughs> from guys because we are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not. I did I did this character, Freddie. I think you saw, you were there at the show when I did this character, Freddie Falcone. Oh, my God. I love Freddie Falcone. Freddie Falcone is this Italian guy. Uh, who uh, is a semi-professional bowler and he's just looking for love. That's He's looking for the one. <laughs> just wants to love a good lady. That's it. And I tried out this new line at my last show where it was, uh, any feminists out there in the audience? <laughs> oh yeah? Well, I'm not. <laughs> and and there's just dead silence. Right? <laughs> and I go, I don't believe that women and men are equal. More silence. <laughs> and then I go, I think women are better than us. And I, I really do believe that. Oh. You guys are better oh. and you deserve free food. <laughs> For life. <laughs> oh, I mean, I won't f- fight with you on that because I want free food. All mm-hmm. the time. That's very sweet of you it's, to say. It's literally the least we could do for being <laughs> awful. <laughs> We're awful. Oh. Uh, go outside. Look on the news. We are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve red carpet treatment for life. You're doing Aww. good work, Mark. You're doing good work. Thank you. Sucking up. <laughs> Is it weird that all I said was I really want turquoise carpet? That's all I <laughs> want because redheads can't walk on red carpet. That's a thing. Turquoise carpet will make it happen. I also, it's not. You're red. being really. They don't do, they don't do red carpets. Jessica Chastain do. has done many a red carpet. You're fine. Yeah, you're I've fine. Seen redheads before. Redheads shouldn't be near red. Mm. <laughs> I literally got a text my way here from my friend saying redheads can't wear red, right? And he creeps a picture. He's at a speech and debate tournament and creeps a picture of a girl wearing a red suit and she has red hair. He's I hate like, this so this much. Is bad, right? Nope. <laughs> From a fifteen-year-old kid, so it's not like he's wrong. I no, think he's, he's wrong. not. I think I, I mean, think he's wrong. I'm with you. I think I think redheads look good in red. I th- I'm with you. Two to three, two out of three, we win. So that means yeah, that means you're wrong, right? <laughs> That's exactly how it is. That's how right and wrong works. You Both vote. Kimmy and I, uh, regular brunette people, calling, <laughs> calling one of you redhead things, uh, calling you wrong. Well played, Mark. Well played, <laughs> brunette. Well played. Um. Okay, I'm gonna, pull I'm gonna pull this back. <laughs> yeah, my please do, I think my favorite joke in this episode is a uh, I I had to do the pre shoots for a robot v Wade, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, and they line. just scoot oh. over it, and she's like, "No, you don't have to." Oh no, she's like, "Yeah, oh, sure, you can leave." Yeah. And then she sees the costume, but robot v Wade. Okay, That's so real good. talk question about this because there's the jokes at the beginning where you did a robot uh, who which call. Uh, Lorenzo Lamas, Robot Ryan Seacrest, and David Hasselbot. So they're literally, and and he's like, it's the writing. It's really not. Can he literally only do robot voices and they just keep putting him in costume? Or are they writing him robot 
characters like i think they're writing him i think like just the the whole idea is that like he just keeps wanting to do robot characters that's, that's what they're writing for thing. him yeah that's what i would say which is very funny to me that's, <laughs> that's what i keep thinking okay, it's fair like, enough. this is the one trick pony that's that's <laughs> but it. because she says it's the right so is it her being like no we know this is all you can do so it's really not the writing do you think i mean maybe i don't remember that line fully i just oh. i think i think we love danny but he's a robot he's a robot so <laughs> he's, he's this an is actual robot he's just the robot <laughs> Um. Uh. There's another. I'll save that for my favorite line. Actually, though, it might get brought up. Oh, I like how they show up the next day. Like, when, when did the Grizzly Adams sketch get added? And he's like, I thought about it last night. Late. <laughs> She's suddenly like, hmm, what's wrong with her? Seventies sexuality as? is so funny to me. Oh, it constantly. Totally is. She just wants every dude to be a seventies man. I love that she just embraces it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I like that bit with the end where Jack is trying to like really convince Danny like I'm in love with Lemon and he says it's and no one will know about it and everyone would be surprised because it's a secret yeah. not because it's a lie <laughs> uh, Danny just believes this so quickly I just find that so funny and then Liz just realized like oh Jack told you he's in love with me and I wrote my I don't dance unless I'm very much intoxicated because my fear is that when I dance I will look like Liz <laughs> when she's dancing that's where all, I thought that's what we're all going for is that oh, all we want to do lemon. oh yeah I, I lemon the situation she danced like I was at in Minnesota. I went to a Timberwolves game, and she dances like how everyone in that audience dances when they do a music <laughs> breakdown, pull up the uh, prompter, and like and they're showing everyone, and it's just a lot of people dancing like to, yes, to like hip hop music like that. It's just like those weird elbow. Yes, it's like all elbows. <laughs> yeah, it like I just it was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. God bless Minnesota. <laughs> God bless them there. Um, just upper half dancers. There's <laughs> a lot of yeah, just super excited. Yeah. We're doing this. We're doing An this. Upper half dancer. <laughs> um, another line I loved, which is where he's like, "I was I had a por- I had a porterhouse steak for two, and I ate the whole thing. I'm very angry and sleepy." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh God, so good. Mm. I do enjoy when uh, when Tina's walking through. She's walking through the the office, and Pete comes up. And he goes, what are you happy about? Did we get canceled? He's so happy. <laughs> I love the scene when, like, when Jenna is coming to Liz and she's like, mother. And, and Liz is like, oh, Pete, Jenna found out. Pete just, whoop, whoop, like, he's like, books <laughs> it out. And he's like, not dealing with this today. I love it. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> I know. And he's like, should we have stopped this? That's later. Maybe we'll be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the motto I live my life by, Maybe we'll personally. Be dead by then. Maybe, Maybe we'll, we'll be, be dead, dead by, by then. then. Oh, man. There were one, two, three. So there were three Frank cats. So there was soccer when they were at the baseball game. There was karate. <laughs> That's hockey. a good joke. I like that. That's probably my favorite yeah. one in a while. Um, and then in training as well. For so what? karate, hockey, in training, and soccer. So very sporty. Very, very sporty. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think we've hit just about everything. I There's a couple more jokes. I really like when he talks about the men. He's like, uh, these boys with their stars, both wars and trek. Yes, oh. I wrote that too. Yeah. It's it a great cool. line. <laughs> Untucked shirts, boneless faces, and oh. their stars, both both wars and trek. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I, I think my favorite line, it's just so gross, is like, she has really thin lips, but she makes up for it with tongue girth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the word girth in that situation. <laughs> it's so unnecessary. It's just like, oh, oh gosh. Dear God. What is happening with Danny? Oh. Oh, that very nice, rather gay man in real life. Right, really right. try to pull this off. Oh, they. So I do gross. love his obsession uh, mixed with Jack's utter disgust. Oh, 100%. Oh, he loves Lemon so much, but yeah, it's just he's so, he cannot hang. <laughs> uh, did you, what, anything else, guys? 
I'm going through my oh, jokes. I, I love f- that Tracy can't tell that Liz is a woman after her mustache, <laughs> <laughs> and introduces introduces Sue to this nice <laughs> man over here. So yeah. Oh gosh, that I forgot about mustache. that. We're gonna be very happy together. <laughs> <laughs> that mustache. I love that she names it Tom Selleck. Oh. Yeah, that is so well done. It's really great. Oh, I do like that Jenna majored in prom queens and murdered runaways. <laughs> <laughs> At the Tampa School of Dramatic Tricks. Yeah. Dramatic Tricks. Tricks. That's what's great about that. Oh, there's a great moment with Tracy where he, like, you do the cut. It's him doing the correspondence, clearly the White House correspondence dinner. And him saying, like, it's true. Uh, My comments with Madeline Albright. He's like, she does look Look like like that. Yeah. (laughs) Which is horrible. Fun fact, uh, I've seen Madeline Albright in. We ran into her at a Smithsonian Museum when I was uh, young. And my parents, who are not Clinton fans, Mm -hmm. were very intrigued. (laughs) And we just walked along her as she, like, puttered through because she's very old now. And my parents were fascinated and we had to stay at her pace the entire time oh my <laughs> they just like being in the room with madeline albright uh she's a character she's a quirky looking woman <laughs> um i do like it when J- Les- liz is like how drunk are you a lot to vary oh, that <laughs> scale. i'm very drunk and her favorite apps the ones for her entree Ooh. <laughs> and i love how he- how much funnier he finds that <laughs> yeah oh yeah and he like touches her elbow you're like oh mm-hmm. and she's real quick like she she gets what's I happening. What this is. It mm-hmm. is fun to see that side of Liz mm-hmm. that you don't get to see. Where she's like, I am woman. Yeah. I'm coming after you. Yeah. There's the line in here that's the uh, Liz saying that uh, women are allowed to be upset. Uh, double women standard. are allowed to get angrier than men about double standards. It's one of the best <laughs> lines. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Thirty Rock jokes of all time. Is that one when he's like, "That's a double standard. Women are allowed to be angry about double standards than men." Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And I'm really uh, there's a Tracy Hart joke actually. It's really really good. Where he's like, "Oh, Tracy, if you learn to open your heart," he goes, "That's good because I had, the doctor said I had two blockages in there." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tracy should be dead. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's been clearly proven in this show that he should be dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. God, I love this. All right. <laughs> Any other jokes or lines we loved? I got, I think I hit all mine. Yeah. I think that great good God lemon. Yes. Good God lemon. Oh, it's the worst thing on every time he has to sexualize Le- Liz in every episode. Uh-huh. It is the worst thing he has to do. He <laughs> hates it so much. I did like the all of my aha moments and with a mustache pressed against me. Oh. <laughs> That was good. I do oh. like when dot com is going through their itinerary and uh, he's like, 10 a.m. Dot com shows his pictures from a strip to Greece. <laughs> 11 a.m. Go to strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll push that back again. <laughs> I know. I'll reschedule it. Yeah. <laughs> Poor dot com. Poor dot com. Why is, why is Tracy so mean to dot com? Right. right. I think he's jealous. Dot mm-hmm. com's just so smart. He's so smart. Yeah. I watched him become Tregorian <laughs> yeah. and that's in Jonathan. Oh God, that's so great. I do love this when when Sue is yelling at Tracy. I don't ever like you. I think it's so good. <laughs> she storms out of the door. It's teenage daughter, like a teenage. Uh huh. One hundred percent. It's a well-defined arc that Tracy's going through from being, we know he's like this womanizer, and then we found out, oh, he's never cheated on his wife, but he still plays this role, and then suddenly he wants a daughter. It's kind of a random reason but he wants a daughter, but then they use that to really build him as like a feminist and as like a yeah. person who like has depth. It's a very interesting growth pattern they give Tracy. I agree. Mm-hmm. I like it. Cool. Um, Mark, you said you had just some random like favorite lines from your favorite characters. Oh of all man, time. is that true? Yeah. Oh, please take I, us on uh, this journey. I mean, I I love I love a good supporting character. I love it, and so my favorite character is Dr. Leo Spichemin. Oh God, because yes. every time you see him. 
you know you're gonna get <laughs> gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so I, yeah, I, I, I wrote out some of my favorites. Please, that he please said take us on then. this journey so we can just <laughs> laugh with you. One of them was full disclosure. Most of my experience is putting babies in women. <laughs> 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 they had one that was. Flu shots. Not my favorite part of the medical profession. My favorite part is attending executions. <laughs> <laughs> the lines they write for that man. Oh. And Parnell, Parnell absolutely kills it. And oh, yeah. Oh, this one. Tracy, you're going to die. You have no reflexes. Your blood tastes like root beer. And some of your bones <laughs> appear to have vanished. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, I totally your forgot blood about that. tastes like yeah. root beer. <laughs> Like, a couple of follow-up questions on that one. <laughs> Main one being, how do you know? Oh, man, it's so good. Oh, and then I wrote out one more of his that was, now, Jenna, medically speaking, your height puts your weight in what we call the disgusting yes. range. <laughs> and then he recommends crystal meth to her. <laughs> Oh, man. Good old Dr. Leo. Oh, I do, I do have a couple more written down. Oh, please. Please do, please do. Fortunately, there's no field of medicine that deals with the brain, but I can give you a pamphlet for a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Pamphlet. Pamphlet humor in this show. Excellent. Yes. Pamphlet. They do really great. We've got that upcoming episode where she's like, Dr. When can I eat hard cheeses again? He's like, you know, Liz, I didn't want to have this conversation (laughs) with you. So I had a pamphlet printed. It was very expensive. And it just says, no more hard cheeses, Liz, or something like that on it. It's so So great. A lot of good pamphlets on this one. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That is such a good pamphlet (laughs) moment. Mm -hmm. That Spachemin is reading uh, to to Tracy where he goes, I don't know how to say this. Day you butties? Like he, he just can't pronounce diabetes. That was it's just so beautiful. good. That's, I, I think I love that. the one where he he's like, Can you like read read this? And she's like reading the rejection letter on the wall. He's like, At least I heard it from a friend. <laughs> oh. I think I, I enjoy him because it's it's those lines are so well written and just so original and so good because we've yes. seen dysfunctional doctors oh, before. Totally, oh, yeah. We've seen it before. This is different. This oh. is something mm-hmm. special. There's and nothing like him. I, that's why he stands out to me. Ugh. And the way they use him, I mean, like particularly like the live episodes and the commercials. Yeah. Where he's just like, when he's doing all his like Leo Spachemans, ah, they just really utilize him well. They insert him into great situations. Yeah. They really do. Mm-hmm. That, they're great at that. It's very Groundlings-esque. Like they're really yeah. good at their character work. They use him and Dratch, him and Rachel Dratch yeah. so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love seeing her play. Dratch should be characters? coming back because I think she pops back up in season five. Because she disappeared toward in yeah. in season one at one point, and but I think she comes back in season five when mm-hmm. she starts popping back in. Okay, good because she's fabulous. Yeah, and um, the character character actor is my favorite too. I love I'm a, a big lover of Mark Evan Jackson. That guy's just destroying it right now and everything. You guys, do you guys know who Mark Evan Jackson mm-hmm. is? Who's that? He's great. He's in on The Good Place. You guys watch The Good Place? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's oh my gosh, he's been he's on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's on pretty much any show. He's on. He's all those Verizon commercials now, where it's Thomas Middleditch and Mark Evan Jackson. I just respect the work of a really good character actor. Where you just start being like, I've seen you in like three things. Yeah, I don't know, but I know I've seen you. It's just great work. Sorry, former guest Michelle just texted me a picture. She knows I love Michael Sarah, and it's a picture of Michael Sarah and Oprah Winfrey in the same pose. And someone's like, "What does this mean?" Um, we've all seen Hannah Montana. I think we know what this means. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> dear God. Goodness. 
Oh, good night. Sorry. Oh, man. I'm dead. I was just going to talk about Mark Evan Jackson more. He's not even on 30 Rock, so I got distracted. Maybe we can get him on the podcast. He's the one. He's a Sparks Nevada on Thrilling Adventure. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't figure out why the name sounded really familiar. That was like, like the <laughs> biggest O I've ever uh, seen you do. Ow. Him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is my last question for you, and then I think we can wrap it up. But I want to know, like, as a, I mean, we talked a little bit about why you enjoy this comedy and stuff, but as a comedic performer, as someone who it, I would consider you a character actor, I've seen the stuff you do, um, what about this show in particular special? to you or like what about it this show speaks to you as someone who loves this art form i think with this show what stands up with the show is is fun mm-hmm. it looks like they had fun writing it mm-hmm. like people had fun acting in it and we of course we have fun watching it mm-hmm. uh i think for me it's it's a good reminder uh as a as a comedian and somebody who likes to create my own work and act in it is just writing and diving into those worlds that you know and that you love. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's fun is they they love they love the world they live in, right? And they they go all out. Like mm-hmm. be fully dedicated in this world. I think with I think that's what worked with The Office. I think that's what worked um I think that's what works in Christopher Guest movies mm-hmm. is that they take you into this world and and they just they go all out they explore it they they have every different type of character that you could possibly have and i think what's fun is in 30 rock they don't take themselves seriously and it's a good reminder uh to me and anybody who's trying to make people laugh you know it sounds uh it sounds like something we've heard before but to not take yourself so seriously Mm -hmm. and to just realize people want to see they want to see you I yes. I still remember after one of my shows, it was when I had gotten back into stand up and was doing it and still trying to get comfortable and I would I was walking out of the show and somebody came up and they go, You know, we don't care what you do. We just come to your show to see you oh, and I went, Oh that's wow. Thank you. You know, and they weren't trying to blow my mind or change my thinking on anything. They they were just saying an encouraging word and I think that's why that's why, you know, I want to really remember that statement. Mm-hmm. They just want to come see you. And I, think I love 30 Rock because I want to go and just see them be them. Yes. I just want to see Liz Lemon, food obsessed, mm-hmm. eating a sandwich. I still love the scene when she's eating that sandwich whole in the airport. <laughs> uh, she's. <laughs> she, I wolf my Teamster sub for you. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, we we love that. We love seeing her be herself mm-hmm. because it's it's a it's a reminder to us to just be comfortable be comfortable with who you are be encouraged because that's honest that's what your friends want to see that's what your family wants mm-hmm. to see they want to see you be you and be happy in that not always unsatisfied and always trying to be somebody else but just live live in that character live in that moment and that's that's really entertaining mm-hmm. like we we love going and watching 30 rock because from the moment that that theme song plays you just go oh i can't wait to see all mm-hmm. these weird people do and say the dumbest things upbeat jazz according to the closed captioning that's what upbeat the theme song jazz. Is. Upbeat jazz. that's what it says when it plays uh-huh. that's perfect uh-huh. and i think when, when when i when i watch shows or my favorite movies favorite comedians it's because i i love those people i love those people because mm-hmm. they're just being themselves they're not trying to be somebody else and so that's that's something that that I take away from 30 Rock. It's a good reminder mm-hmm. of being yourself and being comfortable with it. 
and letting people just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even feel forced. It doesn't feel forced on that show, <laughs> no. even though they're doing the craziest things. Uh, and I really respect that. I respect an unedited feel, an original feel. Isn't it good to just see a show that just feels so original? Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think that's a good challenge in in this parody, copy, imitation world. Yeah. Where that's the easy thing to do. Uh, to also just go forward and create your own work. And Tina Fey is also an inspiration too. To Oh my gosh. To mm-hmm. make make the show, make the next show that people need to see. Yeah. You you could I always tell friends that are maybe doubting themselves before they get on stage or get in front of a camera, like you could be you could be somebody's next favorite. Mm-hmm. Next favorite com- comedian, mm-hmm. actor, actress, whatever. And you're you're holding them back from having that experience Mm. so get up on that stage grab the mic get in front of that camera record the podcast right because there's somebody out there who's going to be just the biggest fan and you're going to be their favorite and there's something exciting about that this is the most encouraging ending we've ever had (laughs) on a podcast that's beautiful and i agree with you and i think the reason everything you said 30 rock is original because it is so true to her and that's the thing i think we also take away when you make art is you have to be really true and comfortable with yourself and that's what's going to make it unique and that's what's going to make it stand out when we're trying to be like everyone else is when things kind of can become boring and trite and typical and the the most original thing you can do is be really honest to who you are and what you want to say um, so I'm so glad you touched on that and I totally agree with that. But that was beautiful, that was Mark. Great. Thank you. I'm moved awesome. right now. Also, and I'm sure people walk away encouraged to make the thing. I hope so. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Go be creative. Make that thing. We need it. Yeah. If you feel good right now and you want to keep feeling this good, go to Mark's show because that's how it feels. Come on out, folks. Come on out. Oh, this is totally random. Back to because you said you love The Office. So do you watch Break with Kimmy Schmidt? I watched the first season. I still need to okay, watch more. Okay, so I was curious if that was because like that's like a meshing of The Office and Thirty Rock at that yeah. point. Yeah, and that's I mean, oh, just because like Kelly Kemper, yeah, yeah. Kemper said, yeah. That's, I mean, when it comes down to it, you, your comedy's got to bring some joy. Bring some. Mm-hmm. I love people who bring that joy, brighten, brightening up the world. That and and it takes us into another world. I love yeah. when you can you can tell a story, take me away for a little bit, mm-hmm. right? The, you can go, and that's what I try to do with my show too is world outside is crazy right Mm -hmm. there's a million reasons to be stressed nervous freaking out uh we should all hate each other apparently we should all be dividing Mm -hmm. and i try for an hour and a half come on in put your feet up let's laugh together make some new friends and just be united for Mm -hmm. a little bit in our own little world where we make our own rules and we do what we want Mm -hmm. and i i love being able to provide that type of experience for people and i love shows and creators who do that too and i think unbreakable is another one that does that she you see her face and you go i feel better Mm -hmm. so my gosh she's the most unique interesting person because of that she's such a wonderful person yeah i think that's what at the end of the day i mean i love a gritty drama i love something with twists (laughs) i love those things that challenge you and make you think but also i think there's there is an absolute need for comedy that takes you out of the world that we live in right now but also reminds us of how much good there is still there's still so many good people Mm -hmm. and there's still so much love and it it just warms your heart we need that we got to just laugh laugh because there's something so powerful about doing that Mm -hmm. even in the midst of a terrible day if you're laughing you still got control you still got power 
Amen. You feel Preach. me? Preach. Preach. You feel me, girls? <laughs> <laughs>Oh my goodness, Mark, you're such a delight. Thank you so much for doing Thank this. Thank you so much for having me. This is, this is so much fun. Oh, just talking about comedy, TV shows, right. the world being making the world a better place. It's a good life. Check. I, like I know we got it pretty. You know we, we got, got it pretty good. <laughs> um, why don't you tell? So we want to get your plugs, obviously. So one more time, tell us when your show is, and tell, give us your social media. Anything else you want to plug that you've coming up? I know you d- you don't own, you don't just have your own show. You go on shows. Yes. So this episode is coming out. What date? This January 23rd? 23rd, yeah. Well, look at you. you yeah, no, right because he remembered because everything. we told him it was right before his show and he remembers his show. Mm-hmm. So he nailed it. Yeah, so, 23rd. Yep. 23rd. So what uh, What else would you like to plug? Anything else? So you guys can come. You can come to my show. It's the fourth Thursday of every month mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. at three clubs. The next one is Thursday, January 25th. Uh, I'm also going to be doing stand-up shows mm-hmm. all throughout town. Uh Still, still ready to be booked. Uh, still ready. <laughs> still looking for to fill my January slots. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys want to follow me on any social media stuff, it's all at Mark Sipka mm-hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, on YouTube. You can type my name in, Mark Sipka, and you'll hopefully have fun just kicking back and watching some comedy videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think. I think that's that's what I know. I think you got it. Yeah. Perfect. Well, and you, there's a good chance I try to get to your show at least every other month. So if you, if people come, there's a good chance they can meet me, which is what they all want. <laughs> oh, yes. come on. In person. Right? <laughs> They're going to uh, hear your voice and go. <gasps> that's the dream. That's the dream right that's there. That's the dream. Because I've yeah. done that to so many people. Where I'm like, who are you? And they speak. And I'm like, <gasps> I listen to you all the time. Right. The I was feeling. just I was watching. Um, oh, crap. I was watching something. And there was a lady in it where I was like, dang, she sounds so familiar. And I finally realized she's from one episode of How I Met Your Mother that she's like this nanny character. And I was, I spent 20 minutes trying to figure out who the heck is this lady just <laughs> from her voice. And then I, I, it was just a big. So do that with Kelsey I and I. Yeah. Do that with Kelsey just, and I. Just be, be great. Eaves, and Eavesdrop on all the conversations in the audience. Find us. And <laughs> see if you can figure out who we are. Find us. It'll be great. But yeah. Um, yeah, you guys are voice famous. <clears throat> you know, Basically. we tr- <laughs> we try. You know, we just we try. But um, you can find me at Kimchi Lucas, um, and I'm not working anything right now. But come to uh, Nerd Melt. I said this, I think probably every week. But Nerd Melt has a new Wednesday night show. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna be working it called Women Crush Wednesday with Marcella Arguello. I'll be working it at least once a month. It's gonna be dope. All female stand up. So have fun with that. Come just come see shows in Nerd Melt. Um, like I'm trying to think if there's any other shows there I want to pay. Uh, I don't, can't think of anything else we have upcoming. Come to the Nerd Belt. It's the best. Keep <laughs> my job happening. Yeah. Um, you, you can find me places at Redheaded Blonde, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. You can find our podcast place. You, I don't have anything to plug, by the way. That's if you, fine. If you live you in an HOA something. and you need a new management company, let me know. And we'll uh, <laughs> send you a bit. <laughs> we do high rises. Or if you're having any homes. problem with your computer slash podcasting, just uh-huh. email us and Kelsey will help <laughs> you. It's I'll happened you. many times. Oh, yeah. You can email us. Talk to rock to me at gmail.com and leave us some reviews subscribe tell Please your friends do. about us if you we'll leave send a review you a sticker. we send you stickers yep so do that and All then that you just stuff. have to tell us you just leave a review and then tell us yeah we can't just tell your home address based on your review <laughs> we just stick it on the computer <laughs> where it is <laughs> why isn't it going anywhere i don't understand <laughs> but uh we'll send you a sticker so yeah cool guys oh you know what? oh i did remember plug, what plug. i uh last year i shot a stand-up special my whole family was in town and i created this whole comedy special all about them with them on stage oh i heard about this and i had them on a couch Mm -hmm. and uh the edit of it is is like 
getting its finishing touches. Mm-hmm. And so now it's it's pitch time. We're going to try and see what we can do with How it. Cool. But it's called Dude. Mark Sipka, my special family special. That's <laughs> and if you want to see some clips, it's on my YouTube channel or on my website, marksipka.com. Oh, oh I'll gosh. for sure be checking that out. That's uh, amazing. That amazing. I heard from people about that show. They said it was delightful. It was so much fun. I bet it was, it was fun. There was something about making fun of your brothers while they're within punch, <laughs> punching distance of you. <laughs> with people laughing along with you type of thing. Oh, it felt so good. And reading, <laughs> reading awful quotes and pick up lines that my dad has used on my mom while he's right there just <laughs> turning beat red it was a great great experience. Merry Christmas family Merry oh, Christmas that's guys that's awesome uh, last thing I want to add yeah. Mark once won a James Dean lookalike contest by being in the town not even participating but they saw him and they're like you win he was yes. in James Dean's hometown and they saw him they're like you just won this uh, contest and he was like what oh, that's probably not an accurate retelling of it but I knew it was something like that it's my favorite it story it was such it was one of those days where you wake up and you go, I think I got a pretty good idea how this day is going to go. And you go to bed <laughs> laughing. Like, I can't believe this was a real. <laughs> That's amazing. That's true, man. We just went. We just knew we were going to Fairmont, Indiana, James Dean's hometown for this thing called the James Dean Festival. I was wearing a leather jacket because I owned one. <laughs> People kept on saying, hey, good luck in the contest today. I go, what contest? And finally we asked. And they says the James Dean lookalike contest. And... We go up. My buddy like bums a cigarette off of a stranger, put it behind my ear. We get we get a number like we're in a we're in a marathon race, and there's all different ages, James Deans, all different different like types of Dean, and it's being judged by his his childhood friends Shut and up. former classmates that he went to high school with. Oh my gosh! And I go up there, and they pick me, and I got. The biggest trophy I have ever seen. <laughs> it is way too big for all that I did. And waking was, up. <laughs> I woke up and went there. And it was so funny. It and just cracks me up because you are so cheery and James Dean is infamously not cheery. Oh, I know. So. It was just me frowning. That's all I was doing, frowning and squinting like I was looking into the sun. And they're like, this guy should get a trophy. <laughs> it is so strange. I was back home in Michigan. My mom each time was like trying to get me to clear junk out of my room that I didn't think was worth the trip out here to California. And I still have that giant James Dean trophy. And I was get like, rid of that. I can't part with it. Uh-uh. No, nope, you got to, uh-uh. that's going to be a centerpiece of your home one day. It, it's going in a museum one day. Yeah. <laughs> it is like three feet high. <laughs> it is inconvenient. What's great about that. It means the people who ran the contest were like looking like James Dean deserves this right? kind of trophy. This is what you've <laughs> it's earned. It's the Stanley cup of look like. like oh yes. Dear Lord. Oh Yeah. It, it's a it's a big honor, folks. Oh shoot! Hey. I just had to tell. It's my favorite story. That's I also told me that I'm like it's, it's a perfect thing. So well, they invited me to go to the memorial service that they do at the church you grew up in, <laughs> and they wanted me to sit up front and no. then speak. And I was like, I didn't know him. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so honored. And then we went to a party afterwards at one of his old friends houses what and there was a bunch of people he went to school with and i'm looking through their yearbook and they're like there's jimmy right there and like <laughs> and then this old lady goes if you look out there you'll see that tree jimmy kissed me on Shut his tractor up. right outside under that tree and i was like whoa if i kiss this lady i'm, I'm that much closer to james dean <laughs> you thought it you thought it for a minute she was Good. i'm sure she was like waggling an eyebrow at you being like you know you know who kissed me under this tree jimmy jimmy dean jimmy. oh my gosh that's amazing that's so cool you gotta meet all these people who knew james dean it was really cool like i i really i really admired them for 
honoring their friend and this person that had such an influence on their lives mm-hmm. and on this town. It was really, it was really, it was really cool. sweet. Yeah. Maybe when you die. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what then? We'll do something in the orange circle. I mean, that's yeah. what I'd want anyway. Yeah, we'll Come do on. something for you. Just every d- I, what I want is my ashes just to be dumped in the fountain. In the fountain, okay, okay. <laughs> With a bunch of soap, so <laughs> it starts bubbles. bubbling. All right, all bubbling, right. but like gray and okay. ashy bubbles. Oh Ooh. gosh! I mean, I'm just saying, if we're right. gonna do this. All we're right. gonna do this. Start working on it. <laughs> like, oh, I have like a hundred years. That got. We have like a hundred years. <laughs> you guys got on. so <laughs> visibly bothered by my. I was like, you know, the, it's really her wishes. Should we honor her? She won't know if we don't. It's fine. <laughs> like ash I, bubbles, because I was I really bubbly. <laughs> but like, there's gonna be a kid who pops that bubble. Bubbles. There's gonna be a kid who tries to catch that bubble in their mouth, yeah. and they're gonna have a little bit of Kimmy I'm ash. All the little kids that like, jump into the fountain during the summer. <laughs> I mean, I think it's gonna be great. I think people are gonna love it. Those Chapman. It's kids. either that or do what everyone does and try to dump my ashes in the haunted mansion at Disneyland, which is a real issue at Disneyland. That's not a thing. That's a thing. It's a real. They have to deal with it. Orange County problems. I know. We should wrap this up and then continue talking about this. Thank you so much. For Thank listening. you for coming. Mark. <laughs> Thanks, great. Mark. You're the best. Yeah, Thank you, Kimmy. Awesome. Thank you, Kelsey. Right, we're gonna talk about Disneyland in a minute. Deal. and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.